0: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using the promo code WBZMASS and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions.
1: 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. GameSenseMA.com Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org in partnership with MGM Springfield
2: B-Pod Studios
3: The Felger and Mass podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook
4: Now, the show you'll be talking about That
3: was not me having an on
4: In therapy Socks, socks, sucks, stupid, sucks It's Felger and Mass, Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook On 98.5 The Sports Hub Aaron Rodgers and the shotgun cook to his left Takes the snap,
5: drops back, looks over the middle, under pressure, and he will be sacked back to the 32-yard line by Leonard Floyd. So the Bills get a big negative, and Aaron Rodgers
6: gets up with a limp. And Aaron Rodgers right now gingerly walking off the field with a trainer on either side. Holy cow, I cannot believe
7: this. I thought it was just an ankle. I I thought we'd go tape it up and get him back in
5: there. Come on. The word we're getting on Rodgers is ankle. His
8: return is questionable.
5: But obviously struggling to get off the field after getting off that cart.
8: All we know so far, Scott, is this, that the x-rays were negative. But that doesn't mean that there's not a more severe injury. And so the Jets probably have a very good idea what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers right now. He's been ruled out for the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. He'll be further testing tomorrow. I think when you talk to people around the league who have not examined him, There's concern it could be either a high ankle sprain or an Achilles injury. The Achilles injury is the one that everybody worries about. There were doctors that saw the play that think they saw his calf reverberate on the play. His calf reverberated, that's a sign that it could be an Achilles injury. Want to emphasize, we do not know exactly what it is. The Jets probably do. And the fact that he's in a boot is a bad sign. The fact he's been ruled out is a bad sign. The fact he's as old as he is is a bad sign.
5: All right, I'll uh, deal with the quarterback real quick. Um, uh, Concerned with his Achilles, Uh, MRI is probably going to confirm what we think is already going to happen. So prayers tonight, but it's not good.
3: And so that happened last night. That's how we will begin a Big Boy Tuesday with Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. Here in our Town Fair Tire Studios in Waltham, We've got Maz and Big Jim Murray alongside, fellas. How you guys doing? Good, good you good. Okay, Greg, it's your day. The floor is yours. Thoughts on last night and
9: what it means? Oh, it sucks. I mean, it's just awful. I mean, you were, it, it was, it was exciting. Like tuning into the game here, are the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, like that defense, and and you know the matchup with the Bills, and and you were just like, okay, cool. The AFC East is going to be awesome this year. And it was like three or four plays, and it's over. And we're back to Zach freaking Wilson running around like his chicken with his head cut off, throwing the ball all over the place, throwing stupid interceptions. And, you know, it was cool that the Jets pulled out the game, you know, how they did. But, man, what a what a letdown. You, th- you thought you were going to get four really good, potentially four really good AFC East teams for the first time, like, ever. And... We're just back to the same thing again. Gents?
7: Devastating. Again, I'm sure Patriots fans are doing cartwheels, but for the quality of the entertainment that is the National Football League on the bigger picture and in the division, I'm sorry. Way more interesting with Aaron Rodgers in it. Way more interesting. I thought the thing was devastating.
6: It's a nightmare for the league. And I don't remember a player this buzzed about changing teams since Brady, but like not like something like this playing out. Fourth play of the season, bang bang boom, it just like that it's over. It's over. And you knew immediately the parallels to 1999 with the Jets and Vinny Testaverdi were so eerie. And so on the nose, I don't know how you guys felt. As soon as it happened, I go, Achilles, he's done. He's done. It's over. I'm sitting there with my wife. She's like, you don't know. They're going to take him to 10. I go, it's over. This thing, this whole thing, this whole buildup, hard knocks, all of this, it's over. When he sat down, that was a giveaway to me. I think when he shook his head at the sideline.
3: He shook his head at the sideline and then sat down. Uh, So, of course, devastating. Talk about sucking. I mean, just... Oh my god, taking so much air out of a balloon is something that was going to be really interesting and fun to watch. And if you're celebrating it, you kinda of suck as a person. Kinda you do. Or a fan. Totally. Like that's how that's that's how you roll as a fan. If that's how you roll as a fan, I you know. I don't got much respect for that. And I don't like I can't stand the guy. Well, you know, that's firmly established. But you don't root for that. I root for him getting beat or him getting shown up on the field straight
6: up. I don't root for that. I would have so preferred for him to play for this team and suck and we watch it play out than what happened last night.
3: Oh, so much better. So much better than that. Ramifications going forward. I was listening to Beatle today, and I got to tell you, hashtag, I stand with Beatle 1,000%. Massive ramifications here, here, and across the division. It's two automatic wins, two wins on Bill Belichick's ledger, Two games closer to Don Shula. Two games farther away from being fired. Two games closer to everyone keeping their jobs. Two games closer for Mac Jones staying on as Patriots quarterback. Two games closer. Put the two games in the column. Mark it down. If you thought they were a seven-win team, make it nine. If you thought they were nine, make it 11. If you thought they were just on the outside of the playoffs, put them in. That's how I feel, Maz. I think you might disagree with that. No, look, I think the Jets' defense is really, really good. If Wilson's the quarterback, forget it. Forget it. He blows. I, I Short he's of... Horrible. I think he's horrible. Short of Tom Brady coming back and taking the Jets' quarterback job, there's not a quarterback... I mean, what are you going to tell me? Colt McCoy's going to go in there?
7: No, I mean, I don't know what the right answer is. I, I'm not telling you there's one out there. I'm just saying if they could somehow find somebody that could just manage the game and not turn the ball over and, you know, play close to average quarterback then i think they're fine they, you know they, they can still be competitive but with zach wilson forget it yeah
6: no it's hopeless with zach wilson so i'm with you like that's now two automatic wins for the patriots and they will be ugly games just like last year in a slog but the patriots are going to find a way to win them because they're the jets and again it's hopeless with zach wilson so unless they can maybe convince the rams to trade matt stafford it's hopeless for them at that position why would the Matt's the rams trade matt stafford no, they won't. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's really no answer. Or maybe they bring Sam Darnold back and they convince the Niners. And even uh, he's mass- not going to beat the Patriots. No, I know. But st- like, there's no answer. <laughs> I mean, give me a quarterback that's that is feasible.
3: I I I don't know that. Jameis
6: Winston, maybe? Nope. No, 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 no. no, no, no nope. He won't do it. No, nope. I'm just trying to think something better than Zach Wilson. Brady. Well, yeah, but that's not going to happen. Okay, Th- there isn't a
3: guy. It's over. Okay, put those two wins back in the board. Take those two weeks away from us as football fans watching a viable product. Uh, put Belichick two games closer to Don Shula, maybe four, because I'm going to include next year now. Because I think Aaron Rodgers is done. So do I. I think yeah, his same. career. I think his career is over. I don't think he was really all that interested in playing in the first place. So you give him an excuse, which is now you got a rehab. So you know, he didn't like putting in the regular work the last couple of years. He's been hanging upside down in dark rooms taking mushrooms for two years. He don't want to do the work with healthy Achilles. Now he's got to rehab the Achilles and then come back and do all the football stuff he didn't want to do in the first place. Now he's done. I'm sure he's taken out insurance policy. I'm sure the Jets have taken out insurance policy on him. It's probably better for everyone if they just collect the insurance. I think he's kind of done playing anyway. Like, I know this sounds kind of silly, but I'm not totally absolving him from the injury in the first place. I, I'm not convinced he's done everything he possibly can to be in the best shape that he could could be. And did that contribute to the injury? I don't know. Maybe that's stupid for me to say. But I don't know. Like I told Greg on TV last night, first day of mini camp, first practice, he stepped out on the field, he strained a calf. So I, I don't think he's been putting in the football work the last couple of years. Well, the strained
7: calf thing is connected. I mean, that's connected. I, that's like a precursor to the injury in is some it? way. It happened with Kevin Durant. Is that right? Yes. He had the same kind of thing. They were calling it a calf. And again, because that's where the connection is, in the back of the leg. So I'm not telling you that one automatically leads to the other, but when it happens like this, I think there's a direct correlation.
3: Uh, So it's just, I mean, it's good news, Patriots fans. I mean, but it depends what you're looking for here. It doesn't make you any better, but it gives you two more wins. But then again, do you think they need to move on from Belichick? Because... He just put two more wins in his win column. That's going to be all that closer to him keeping his job, which I, you know, I felt anyway, but you know, if you felt differently, this changes the equation. Beetle was right. I think when he said it, I don't give the jets any chance. I don't care how great their defense is. And I, I you know, I sort of lose faith in the coach last night, just from an aesthetic and maybe I shouldn't hold this against him, but him running down the field and jumping on the pig. Oh pile my God. Inside. It was embarrassing.
7: <laughs> embarrassing. That was so Embarrassing. That's Pete Carroll,
3: too bad kind of stuff. I look at that and I go, oh, you're a high school coach, dude. You're 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 a college coach. You're not an NFL coach.
6: I just... I don't know. For that one night, Mike, they collectively go kick right in the hog. I have no problem with him celebrating like that for them to pull off that win.
3: I mean, I don't, like, I don't hold it against him. It's just a sign to me that you're not ready for prime time, man.
7: Yeah, I feel the same way. You're soon not serious. As soon as I saw that, I said bad sign.
9: Not a serious NFL head coach. I, I'm not so quick to, like, you know... Yes, the games. Yes, I'm going to give the Patriots a sweep this year. I had them splitting with the Jets anyways. So, you know, I'm not ready to say it makes a monumental shift yet for the Patriots. But, you know, perhaps it does. But, you know, I I I understand
3: if you had them splitting anyway. So it's one game versus two. I mean, a lot of people had a sweep, you know, but that's fair. I had probably had them splitting too,
9: frankly. I had the Patriots before the season at seven and ten. So now they're, you know, eight and nine.
3: Okay. So, I mean, I just think but it changes you know these first four games you know if you were if you were sniffing 0 and 4 or 1 and 3 i mean just the start you know keep to keep everybody on board i mean again i think they're going to be okay i think they're going to be competitive i don't think they're going to be great the only thing that would send them in the other direction is a real slow start where people then sort of let go uh, players let go of the rope okay as long as they're holding on to the rope and putting in you know mostly full effort I think they're going to be competitive and be okay. Okay. If they let go of the rope, then, you know, that's when it goes bad. 0-4 is the start to letting go of the rope. Well, that this stabilizes the beginning of the year. Not with that jackass playing
7: quarterback. There's no way the Jets are going to beat them playing quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know no, what I'm no, saying. No, no, so it's
3: I, like 0-4 is
7: off the board. It sounded like I was disagreeing with I was 0-4 is
9: off the board, but, you know, 1-3? You know, yeah, if, no. they, if, if they lose to the Dolphins and the Cowboys, you know, but that game
6: against the Jets, week three, is automatic. No, now. forget yeah. about yeah. it.
3: Yeah, forget about Seriously. it. Seriously. I was
6: looking forward to that one, too. It, it could be a 7-6 game. Whatever. The Patriots are going to find a way to win it. Bingo. Exactly my
3: thoughts. All right, so that's a big topic here right off the top. That's the lead story in all of sports. We're also going to talk about the Patriots. Just quickly, uh, I don't know why I was about to say Chris. Uh, Greg, uh, you're not Gasper. Greg, how do you feel about your football team right now?
9: I, If I am a Patriots fan, then I am... Feeling better overall about the team, I thought that they showed enough offensively with uh, you know Bill O'Brien being able to somewhat game plan around a wretched offensive line uh, to do enough offensively. I thought Mac Jones looked better; it was more like rookie Mac Jones. He was at times not consistently, but you know after the after the the rough start, he was decisive. He made good decisions. I only had him for two minus decisions in, in the whole game. That's an improvement. Um, I, he made some really nice throws in this game, a handful of really nice throws that it's been a while since you've seen that from him. Um, you know, So it, that's encouraging. The defense limiting the Eagles to what they did is certainly encouraging. I do think there's a limit. To that though, and I'm sure we'll go more into it. Meaning a little bit of the, a-, a little bit of an asterisk on the defensive performance by the Patriots. <laughs> you guys are the one with the asterisks. I, I don't <laughs> I mean, do that. I don't know. I, we're just parsing just, words. We're saying the same thing. I'm just telling you what the film says. What does the film say? The film says that Jalen Hurts was horrible in this game. Asterisk. Keep going. Horrible. And look, Double I know, asterisk. I know there are going to be plenty of Patriots fans party already already blowing me up on Twitter saying like, "Oh Bernard, you're a hater. Uh, you can't say anything nice about us." Uh. So I called someone who knows someone who watches Hertz all the time in, in the NFL, uh, you know, landscape coach media. I, I called somebody who knows, and I don't want to reveal it because he, he's normally tempered in his, he said that Hertz was awful in this game as well. Like Yes, the Patriots did nice th- a lot of nice things defensively. This was as prepared a Patriots defense as I have ever seen. It was like they had two weeks for the Super Bowl. We talked about it last week. I expected them to have a great game plan. They've had months to game plan for this game. They practiced for this. They used the Packers' preseason game as, as uh, a training ground for this game. And so they executed at an unbelievably high level. I think I only had them for uh, you know two Mental miscues in the game, which is absurdly small. But the performance was overrated. But the performance was a little bit overrated. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. You guys just love pushing me through. No, to the I edge just, as we're just trying to possible. get the
3: truth out of you. No, no, no. Jay, no I, mean, I had like Jalen
9: Hurts for. I went through it and I probably missed a ton because this wasn't on my mind when I started watching the film. But about. Nine. nine. A court, Fourteen!
10: Wow. 14 minus,
9: minus reads, pass, run. Like, dude, what the hell are you looking at? It's simple math. Is that a record? It's got to be. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it before. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's simple math. When you're in a scheme like that, it's just simple addition and subtraction. How many defenders are over there? How many offensive players do we have over there? And he's just looking in the wrong direction all the time. Where you're like, AJ Brown is wide open. He's got a shrimp on him. Throw him the ball. Dallas Goddard is wide open in the middle of the field, like the whole game. Yeah, never looks at him. Even the 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 great, you know, Tony Romo on the broadcast talked about the zero blitz, and they played quarters cover behind it. Was really cool. Definitely a wrinkle. But Jalen Hurts took forever to throw the ball to A.J. Brown. If he had any sort of recognition, if he was ready to go in this game, he just takes one step back, boom, it's on A.J. Brown. He probably runs 60 yards down the middle of the field. But because he's just, I don't know, lollygagging back there, not ready to play in this game, he throws it way too late, and Miles Bryant can come up and tackle him. It's just like stuff like that the Eagles missed all day long. Jalen Hurts was Horrible in this game. The Eagles were not ready to go. Nick Sirianni's already talking about, after he watched the film, was like, yeah, we're definitely playing the guys in the preseason next year. Because of that's how bad they were to start this game. Translation on the Patriots' defensive performance. I'm not saying it's overrated. Asterisk. Overrated.
3: Asterisk. Thank you. Asterisk. (laughs) <laughs> your thoughts. that double and, double. and Aaron Rodgers from last night. To you right after this.
0: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using the promo code WBZMASS and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and
1: conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. GameSenseMA.com. Gambling problem? Call one 800 327-5050 or visit in partnership with MGM
2: Springfield. Oh, the best Thursday of the year is coming up and it's all about NFL Opening Night. Football is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking new customers up with a can't miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 bet on the NFL and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Listen, don't wait till kickoff to get in the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SPORTSHUB. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
1: Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or MA.org. Must be 21 plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Visit the president Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms.
4: Every day they work their hardest to give you the best show they can.
11: I think
1: that's rare. It's Felger and Max
4: on 98.5 The Sports Hub.
11: What I am hearing from people close to Aaron is he is obviously devastated. This is a very, 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 very bad morning in Aaron Rodgers' world. Aaron Rodgers put everything into this. Aaron Rodgers had a brand new body guru, was in the best shape of his life. Energy-wise, felt like he was 25 again, 26 again. Had a whole new building to kind of win over and to influence. Had a whole new fan base to impress. A whole new season, a whole new potential legacy being written in a new city for a hall of fame career that's already been created he went all in for this for it all just to disappear before even getting to reap the benefit from that i personally and this is with no information from aaron rogers i don't think he's gonna go out like that just personally no i don't now this has been talked about a lot but he doesn't have kids Mm-mm. nope doesn't have a wife nope huh He's a gypsy hippie, does his thing. They talk about him not having a marriage or kids. I think in this particular case, with how much he invested, Mm -hmm. with what's going on at home, I think he's coming back.
3: All right, it's McAfee this afternoon on ESPN. Uh, The second part, uh, who knows? He might be right. I I personally think he's done. Uh, Because I, now this relates to the first part of what he said. I call bull crap on the first part of what he said totally invested, best shape of his life, whole new lease on life, like a 25, 26, I'm, I don't believe him. I don't, I don't care. I, I don't care what Mac I know he's 10 times closer to the thing than I am, but I'm just telling you what I feel in my gut. I feel Rogers got that last contract and has been playing out the string. And uh, went to New York and, you know, maybe there's a little something there, but at the end of the day, I don't know. He strained a calf his very first practice
6: day. So I don't know. Maybe and the that... OTAs, too. And so to that's your... what I'm saying. The body yeah. coach, what? The body coach didn't have him stretch out? To, to your know. point, compare this to when Brady was, you know, at that end of his career, those last few years, and then going to the Bucks. there was always videos of him getting worked out by Guerrero and working out himself. Where was any of that this summer with Rodgers? There certainly wasn't that many videos of him doing that. What was the dedication level? I'm with you. I don't believe it. But, but then again, I don't know. I'm just
3: guessing from the outside. But that's my feeling on it. Your calls on everything with the big boy here. JD in the car.
8: Lead us off. Hey, how you doing? I just noticed that he was doing this odd jump throw in the warm-ups. Did anybody else see that?
3: No. He's been doing that. That's how he throws now. He doesn't set his feet. Hasn't set his feet for a long time. Okay. I mean, if you're saying, like, you're implying, I heard a caller on Beetle and Zoe say he actually tore it running out with the American flag, <laughs> which is another fraudulent moment, as they pointed out. Rightly, he's a 9-11 truther. He's not, you don't even believe it really happened. So now he's gonna run out with the flag on nine eleven in New York. Yep, right. Big there,
6: fraud. There was some clip of him. I think it was when he was the Packers. He asked one of his teammates, "He's like, oh, 11 What do you think about it? <laughs> like so? Do your research. Give me a break
3: with all this. <laughs> like, I mean, I can't stand the guy. But uh, on no planet do I root for him to go down like that.
7: No. But, again, I mean, like uh, you know, aside, he's an a hole in a tool bag. Like I, you know, I'm not uh, besmirching any of that. The, lose him like they did,
3: like the league did, like we did. Oh, that's a killer. Dylan on the couch. Go ahead, Dylan.
11: Hey, what's going on, guys? I got—I just got one question real quick. What do you think the chances are of the Patriots winning the division now? I'll hang up
12: and listen.
3: Greg, we'll ask you, does Buffalo look vulnerable? New York is toast. Does this actually open up the division for the Patriots?
9: Well, I mean, it certainly increases their chances. Um, do I vault them over the Dolphins and the Bills? So before the season, I had – Dolphins, Bills, Jets, uh, Patriots and last. I think I had the Jets making the playoffs. But anyways, um, definitely concerns, some concerns about the Bills, which I had even before this game. Again, with everything, including the Patriots in week one and this and that, do not overreact to week one. You know, especially with the way teams handle training camp now and handle the preseason, it's... You could, put, you could just toss it out. Sure, I mean, look, could the Patriots do what they did this week, get better from here? Absolutely. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. But you can't say just because the Patriots were great against an Eagles offense that was great last year in week one, that doesn't mean they're going to be great this year. They could be. But, you know, look at Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They have been awful in the first game two straight years. Does anybody think Joe Burrow is going to be awful this year? No, it's just, you know, some teams aren't ready to go. Can I give you the capsule version? Mm -hmm. Okay. If Josh Allen has his head up his ass
7: and the Patriots defense is legit, it's in play. Okay. We'll get to Josh Allen coming
3: up later on in the program. Again, because if that's the case, 11 wins might win the division. Yeah. I think the Aaron Rodgers injury changes everything. And not that I predicted any sort of kind of injury to any specific player, but I never had the Pats in last place because I just knew in my heart, Something would happen with the Dolphins or Jets. Whether that was health or just incompetence. Something is going to happen to those teams. Always. Every time. And they did. Uh, How about uh, Lee in Connecticut? Go, Lee.
6: Hey, boys. What do you think about uh, the Jets trading for Trey Lance? I mean, I know he just got traded to the Cowboys. But, I mean, he's still got to think, like, they just, uh, what, trade a fourth round for him? They could, like, maybe give him a third.
3: Okay, so they have Trey Lance. Meaning...
6: Yeah right. Yes, <laughs> they have
3: a guy that they drafted up there who's unproven. People think can't play and is a massive project. Why would they want two of those guys? They already got one <laughs> of those. Is Lance guys. smarter? He might be smarter. He couldn't be any dumber. But they're in kind of the same boat, you know. They, I don't know if a lot of people believe in them. They look like total busts. They still, I mean, Zach Wilson can throw the football. He can move. He like looks apart until he starts to play. Yeah, he just doesn't move in the right direction. <laughs> he just So it's like why would you get two of those guys? No, the Jets would the Jets would need someone a veteran guy. Yes.
9: They need a you need to take a page out of, you know, what the Broncos did in what was at 2015 when Peyton Manning was god awful. And you know, you just want a veteran hands-on ten and two, don't turn the ball over, don't be a jackass, read things the right way, find the open guy, let your let the talent take over, and let the, the defense win. There's only one guy. There's only one guy. Brady.
3: That's it. I mean, if this were a year or two ago, I would say Drew Brees, bring him back. Phillip Rivers, you know, did he come back last year or the year before? Yeah, there before. There
6: was rumors he was going to maybe come back with the Niners after Purdy went down, but he he's done.
3: So, like, that's the kind of thing you're talking about, who could play the Peyton Manning 2015 right. role. Right. You know, uh, Brady, do it, Tom. Do it. I know you want to. Oh, he should do, do it. Do it. Do it. Oh my god.
6: That team's loaded. The what day, about, what the about day after Ryan? he says,
3: I'm a patriot. What yeah. about Zappy? He signs with the Jets. Now, isn't that interesting? If the Pats hadn't if the yep. if, if Corral hadn't flown the coop yep, and they hadn't put Zappy back on the fifty three, he'd be exposed on waivers right now and the Jets could come in and take him.
9: Right. I do wonder if you know, because I think Mike Reese reported that, you know, they gave Zappy like a three year contract. You know, basically reinstating. Just now they did? Yeah, oh, they basically really? yeah, because so what happened was when yeah, they this was re- when they yeah. cut him, yeah. part of the you cut him, his his rookie contract's gone. Right. You know, and so you're taking a they took a cap hit to cut him and now they re-signed him. So basically he's double on the cap. But anyways, yeah. they gave him a 3-year contract which basically reinstates his rookie deal. Right. Those things together makes me wonder, did somebody come looking for Zappi? and offered to sign him to their 53, and the Patriots stepped up. Right, because they didn't have to do that. No, they no. gave him his
3: contract back. They could have just promoted
9: him from the practice
3: yeah, squad. Yeah, yeah they yeah, gave yeah. him his contract back. All right, interesting. Uh, do it, Tom. We've got a three-up, three-down with the big boy right after the headline.
2: Oh, the best Thursday of the year is coming up, and it's all about NFL opening night. Football is back. DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 bet on the NFL and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Listen, don't wait till kickoff to get in the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SPORTSUP. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code SportsHub only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Hope is here. 800
1: 327 5050 or gambling helpline ma.org. Must be 21 plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Physically President of Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms.
10: and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
4: Now, 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 now. and Maz continues on the Sports Hub. And now, it's time for three-
10: Touchdown, Patriots! shot by Mac Jones,
11: your quarterback. What a throw on the skinny. I'll take more of this, please.
4: Three down.
11: Put a jacket on him. He don't want to be out here. Sit him down.
4: With Greg Bedard from BostonSportsJournal.com. Three up. I know you're very
8: results-oriented.
4: I get that. Three down. It's
3: a fail all around. Fail, fail, fail.
4: On Belger Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub.
3: Time now for three up, three down with Greg Bedard, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Enjoy the game with the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Because when it's game time, it's Sully time. Please drink responsibly. Greg Bedard's going uh, over the coach's film. Maz has surveyed the game from his couch. Yep. They will both weigh in accordingly. Photographic memory. Number one up for the
9: Patriots, Greg, from this game. David Andrews. I, I don't know how he did it. Uh, between the crap show that was going on next to him on either side, but completely clean sheet in this game against that Eagles offensive line, uh, a defensive line. Uh, tremendous performance by David Hunter Henry. I thought he was the most reliable guy for Mac
7: Jones in this game. I thought he went to him on obviously on the touchdown, he got help get him going at the end of the second quarter, had the huge catch on fourth down. I thought Henry was terrific in this game.
9: Number two, Keon White, uh, four impactful plays in, in, and only 23 plays of playing time. Um, this dude is for real. Um, and this type of performance, let's see if he keeps stacking it. I have no doubt that he will, considering what he did in the preseason. And now this, um, you know, it seems like Dietrich Wise's days as a starter are numbered on this team.
7: Hmm. Unlike uh, Keon White, Christian Gonzalez played a hundred percent of the snaps on defense. One hundred percent. He was my second up. I thought he was, you know, again, first game in the league. Not that it wasn't for White. He was out there for every play, held his own, made some plays. Again, the sack was a scheme thing, but even so, I thought he was good, real good.
9: Number three star, Greg, Jawan Bentley, especially in the first half, I thought he was, you know, tremendous at you know his assignments and and being able to limit Jalen Hurts and their running game and, and you know, really was able to st- sort of throw a wrench into what they tried to do up front. I thought he was he was really good. It was all in the first half, all of his plus plays, but it got them off to a really good start. Julius Peppers. Again, like – Or Jabril. I'm sorry. What did I say, Julius? Julius. <laughs> I wish.
3: You're a good player,
7: yeah. too. <laughs> I wish. Jabril Peppers. Uh, that play, I'm sorry. That was like – That one play to me was just awesome. And, uh, you know, the rest of the game, he was fine. But that
9: one play was was off the charts good. Number one dud, Greg. Kayshawn Booty. Now, look, it's not his fault. He shouldn't have been out there. He's only out there because Bill doesn't give the offense anything. And, yes, Devontae Parker was injured. I understand. It would be nice to have a little bit of depth. But, you know, two huge plays. A third down play, a fourth down play. Like, it was there to be made. His route running was sloppy. Um, you know, he had a couple route running errors. He doesn't have a whole lot of explosion. Like it was just like, you know, what's he doing out there? I'm with uh, Antonio Murphy. I, I think that guy sucks. I don't see
7: what anybody sees in him at all. I don't see it. I'm sorry. It looks like he's, you know, falling around on the floor half the time. And then he had a bad holding penalty in the game on top of it. They completely collared
3: the guy. I, I, they got to do better than that as a backup guard. That uh, stays with the true Felger and Maz um, ethos there that uh, Maz is not going to talk about interior line play unless you blow.
9: <laughs> and so Mafi's your number one dud. Number two there, Greg. Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, speaking of, like, no juice. He's got nothing. He had the drop. He ran the wrong route on fourth and three. That cost the team there. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what he has. I mean, he... He looks headed for Juju be, being Juju Sanu. Juju Sanu. Love but, you know, I know there's – look, internally, I know there's there's hope that, first of all, they think he's going to be really good. And secondly, they think he's just going to need some time. I don't know how much time, probably four to six weeks until he's, like, fully functional. But, come on, you know, give me a break. He's, he's got nothing right now. Old man Juju. He looked
7: old. There was one play in the game that he made where I thought it looked crisp, and that was that third down play, uh, you know, where he ran the crosser underneath that Mac Jones hit him with, and they picked up 15 on third and 10. It was right before the first touchdown. Other than that, I thought he was
9: useless. Number three, Gregory. I couldn't really separate these guys, but Maffey, So, and Calvin Anderson. They combined for 17 of the 20 quarterback pressures allowed in this game and half of the eight uh stuffed runs. Mafia. You can play Mafia. Look, it, it's <laughs> not their fault. They shouldn't be out there. Um again, more to the depth on the offense and the lack thereof. Um but, you know, they were they were just overpowered in this game.
7: I remember Ramondre uh Ramondre Stevenson. I didn't think he was good in this game at all. I know he had a, a bug earlier in the week and he was better at the end of the game than he was at the beginning. Ezekiel Elliott looked quicker and faster in the backfield than Stevenson did. So, I'm not telling you that he's going to suck all
3: year, but he wasn't good in this
7: You're game. You're right.
9: Zeke was the better running back in this game.
3: Okay. Thank uh, you, Greg. Greg, uh, you believe that people have overrated in general the play of the Patriots' offensive line?
9: Uh, yeah, in this game? Yes. Are people, you know, going Well, I mean, coming out it? of
3: the game, I think a lot of people, I kind of felt, boy, they got away with that. Like, You know, we thought that would be the biggest mismatch in the game. Eagles D-line, Patriots O-line. And you came out of the game and you said, Mac Jones didn't get sacked till the second half. He basically had time to throw. Felt like the Patriots' offensive line held up. You're, tell, you're
9: telling us that's not exactly the case. So the Patriots had 60 dropbacks in this game. That includes, you know, sacks and also penalties. Because you know, if the quarterback is feeling pressure on, on a play where there's a penalty, it's still accumulating. So you count that stuff. Um, you know, they gave up pressure on on 20 of those dropbacks. How many quick games did they run? I think a lot of it was Bill O'Brien. I mean, the this, this the screens, the quick passes, things like that. Like that minimized the 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 effect on the stat sheet of the offensive line, but you can't say that they were good in this game. And now, look, I'm not I'm not blaming them. You know, you got two mid round rookies and a guy who hasn't practiced all summer, right tackle playing. Like they're not going to be good. I understand that, but you know, but they just the bottom line is they weren't good in this game. Okay, so I mean, Jones was under pressure,
3: I, I, and. So, we can say that O'Brien did a good job scheming around that. For sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was able, it felt like they were able to run the right. Now, it felt rinky dink. It felt, you know, uh, Pop Gun, Mickey Mouse kind of offense, but that's the only thing they could do. They just had to get rid of the ball.
7: Yes, I think so too. Look, and I give him credit for that. I think the, the matchup up front was totally against them. The fact that they were able to get Jones back there 55 times or whatever the number was and they didn't get him killed, they were able to score a couple of touchdowns. I mean, overall Jones's rating in the game was what? 94 or something like that. I mean, when you factor all that in, they they weren't able to run the ball really, Mike. They had the the only way they could do it was passing. So, yes, I think that had they had uh, you know, Bubbles in his sidekick there, for the offensive coordinators again Jones would have been killed in this game.
3: Okay, back to your phones uh, in our long commercial free
2: Oh, the best Thursday of the year is coming up and it's all about NFL Opening Night. Football is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking new customers up with a can't miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 bet on the NFL and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Listen, don't wait till kickoff to get in the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SportsHub. New customers get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five dollars. That's code SportsHub only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
1: Hope is here. Eight hundred three two seven five zero five zero 327 5050 or gambling helpline MA.org. Must be 21 Plus. Play it smart from the start. gamesensema.com. SenseMA.com. Physically present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at
12: sportsbook.draftKings.com slash football terms. It's Raymond and Austin. We're back on All-Star Sports Radio, celebrating their 30th year. Our sportsbook and casino sponsor, BetUS.com, is going big. That's right, Austin. Sports bettors can win a new truck, get the industry's biggest
8: 125% sign-up bonus, and even get up to 30 risk-free bets. Touchdown! BetUS also has a 150% casino sign-up bonus. Blackjack, now you're talking, Austin. They also have live dealers and live betting on sports, including Racetrack.
12: Get started today at BetUS.com, where the game begins.
4: Exactly what was it you heard? It's Belger and Mass.
8: Oh. 98.5 The Sports Hub. Bill, early fourth quarter, fourth and three from the 17. You have to go for it instead of kicking the field goal. Uh, what went into that decision? I felt like it was the best decision for the team. Uh, in hindsight, do you wish you had kicked more field goals in this one? No, we made the best decision we could at the time. Didn't know we'd be down there you know,
5: multiple times. Six minutes to go in the game. I don't know. Big kick kicked, I'm sure you'd be asking, "I would go for it." I
12: heard you talking on the radio just within the hour,
8: um, just on the the fourth and seventeen decision, and I'm I'm curious how much of that is the f- the the five yards after the delay that made it fourth and seventeen instead of fourth and twelve, or more the overall situation of if you punt it and you might not get it back. So what's the question? Um, So I'm I'm wondering how much did the penalty lead to maybe the
12: thought of, I might have, you know, 4th and 17 is tough, but is 4th and 12 not, you know what I mean? Obviously, it's tougher than 4th and 12. How much did the five yards impact your, your thought process this morning? I might have punted it.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the, there wasn't a lot of field position to be gained, so we could have punted it, you know, probably should have punted it on 4th and 17, but we're on their side of the 50s, too long for a field goal. 4th uh, and 17 is you
5: know, a lot tougher than 4th and twelve.
3: Uh, Greg, before we go back to the phones, your thoughts on the fourth down
9: decisions on Sunday? I did not have an issue with the fourth and three call. Um, you know, look, the, the Patriots, if, if I'm looking at this right, so, you know, they scored the last two drives of the first half. Um, they went three and out, three, six yards. They got to the Philadelphia 43-yard line. That was the, That was it for the third quarter. And so their next drive, they get down there, into Philly territory, and they go for it on fourth and eight, which I agreed with. I figured, you know, I was like, this is going to be two down territory. They got that. And then to have fourth and three, yes, I understand the score and this and that, but they haven't got, they didn't get down there very often. Like, I, I agree with fourth and three, you should be able to pick up. And let's also keep in mind that if Juju Smith Schuster ran the right route, they convert that and they keep going. But I thought the decision in the moment, you know, I certainly questioned it. But now with hindsight, I think he made the right call. I thought they had to go for it there. He didn't know whether they were going to get back down there with their offense. Okay, they were going to get the ball back with their defense, though.
3: Right.
7: See, that's the part I can't, I can't excuse, Greg. It's that points? they didn't attempt a field
3: goal the whole game. They didn't attempt one. I just think it was panicky. You know, some a lot of these fourth down decisions nowadays are analytic-driven. But then there's, which I don't think this was, and I, I, even if the analytics supported it, I don't feel that that was one of those circumstances. And, that, and, and then I think there's a lot of fourth down decisions that are panicky. You're down on the scoreboard and you're getting antsy, like we need, we need these points, we need these points, we need these points. Where, conversely, they just take three and play it out and chip away. Like, and that's usually how
9: Bill does it, I think. I feel yeah, but I do think you also. I think part of his calculation was: look, we've done a really nice job on defense, you know, against these guys. How much longer is that going to happen? I mean, you know, they just need, you know, one. The, Jalen Hurts can run the ball and this and that. Like I'm sure there was a fear of I don't know whether we're going to get the ball back, or if we do, then we're going to be down more than two scores. So you know, plus the whole eight points instead of seven points. Like I just think. They hadn't been down there the whole half. They finally get down there. It's fourth and manageable. Let's go for it. And so, you know, I I agree with the decision. Okay. Let's take phones for uh, Bedard here. Here's Malik and Haverhill. Go ahead, Malik
0: i a big fan of your work, Greg. Uh, It seems to me route running and route spacing was an issue on Sunday. The Hunter Henry touchdown, I thought Juju didn't run his route really well. And there there was the fourth and three you guys talked about. Obviously, it was an issue last year. Do you think this is something that's going to get better? I got to think if it's going to be a good offense, they need to execute because they don't really have the talent to overcome poor execution.
9: Great call. Great points, Malik. Um, Agree on all of them. Um, You know, I think – you know, there was one, um, you know, touchdown to Kendrick Bourne where Gesicki was in the area. Now, I did think that was a pretty I – th- I think I had the play right, um, where it was kind of a cool they, – they both sort of nodded to the outside and then went up, sort of faked an out, and then went to the post. It was pretty cool mirror routes. Spacing wasn't ideal, but it worked. You know, they, they got the touchdown. Hunter Henry, Juju was definitely – I don't think he was in the right place. The spacing was really bad. On the interception, which still, the bottom line is it's it was Mac Jones' fault, the pick six. You know, I, I didn't understand that play right away, but I asked somebody who kno- who knows, and they told me. So basically, that's an old route concept that the Patriots use. It's called Y-shake for the tight end. So, you know, he he sort of gives a nod to the outside, then goes inside, and then also Kendrick Bourne is running basically a slot return route. It's paired up. This is the way it is. It's an old-school Patriot route combination. The problem, ultimate problem on the play was Mac Jones was not patient enough. He needed to let uh, Gasecki, I think it was, or was. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was Gusecki. He needed to let him clear. He, he needed to let him clear and then Bourne's open underneath. Or if he just stuck with Gasecki, he's wide open. You put it on him, he's going down the seam for probably a big play. Mac just rushed that play. But also, Kendrick Bourne wasn't patient enough on his out to sort of sell it, You know, give some space and then come back. I had the Patriots, and I'm sure I undersold it because I'm not watching every receiver on every single route. But I had them for seven questionable routes in this game, which is a lot for them. I mean, normally there's, you know, two, three, four, maybe. And you think Kendrick Bourne is a repeat offender? Repeat offender. You know, everybody wants to know ever since he's been here. And I love Kendrick Bourne. I think he's, he's great. When the play works for him, when he has the ball in his hands. But everybody wants to know he's now, what, in his third season here? And they think, well, it was just Matt Patricia. You know, he was in his doghouse. Or he said this. No. Players don't play for a reason. And his comprehension of the Patriots passing offense, and we're now back into it after his, his first year here with McDaniels, it's been a constant problem. He does not see things the right way. There were multiple occasions in this game where, for for instance, there was a play, I think it was a third down play, where Tony Romo was critical of Mac Jones' ball placement, saying that Mac threw it inside when he should have thrown it outside. The way I saw that play was the Eagles were in man-to-man. Kendrick Bourne ran zone, so he sat down in the zone. The Patriots don't just sit down in man-to-man. Yeah, Mac expected... Kendrick to see man-to-man and then keep going on a slant across the middle. And if he does that, it's probably a pretty good pickup. But instead, Kendrick sat. He does that repeatedly. Every single game there are issues with this, and this is what limits his ability to function in this offense, not necessarily the coaches and what has happened in the past. Hmm. Johnny in Brooklyn. Go ahead, Johnny.
6: Yeah, guys, really quick on last night, I thought the NFL making tails on the coin for the coin toss at Twin Towers was in really bad taste. But on Mac Jones, is there a quarterback in the league that gets less on the ball than him? I thought Pat's receivers dropped some passes because they thought they were going to get lit up because of how long the ball took to get to him. Felger, what happened to getting this guy on the program? Have a good one, guys. All
3: right, Mac Jones, his week, uh, how he looked in this game, how you would grade him out, and arm strength. Is it a real issue with Mac Jones? Let's pick up those items right after Big Jim Murray gets you updated. The latest on Aaron Rodgers right here. 90 seconds, no commercials,
0: and we're right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using the promo code WBZMASS and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions.
1: 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. GameSenseMA.com Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org
2: in partnership with MGM Springfield. Oh, the best Thursday of the year is coming up, and it's all about NFL opening night. Football is back and DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 bet on the NFL and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Listen, don't wait till kickoff to get in the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SPORTSHUB. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sports. Book, the crown is yours
1: hope is here 800-327-5050 or gambling helpline ma.org must be 21 plus play it smart from the start gamesensema.com physically visit the president massachusetts bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions
12: apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms it is Raymond and Austin on All Star Sports Radio. Our sportsbook and casino sponsor BetUS.com is celebrating their 30th year. The can't miss offer: 125% sign up bonus and up to 30 risk free bets. It's called Bet Protect, and You can only get it from BetUS.com. An awesome offer for this season's wild plays. Nice, like that infamous Tuck rule back in 2002. Tuck rule, Worth calling sports. Man, you're like the old lady in the Titanic. It's been 21 years.
8: Hey, well, I'll be king of the world with Bet Protect.
12: It's like having 30
8: get out of any tuck rule shenanigans in my back pocket. But your back pocket is usually empty, bro. Keep your shoulder
12: pads on. Is there anything else about BetUS you haven't told me? The less you know, the better. BetUS has live in-game betting, a 200% crypto sign-up bonus, and online casino for some blackjack.
8: You've been holding
12: back. Anyway, folks, get BetProtect this football season. Visit BetUS.com for the industry's biggest 125% sign-up bonus and up to 30 risk-free bets. Or give them a call at one 800 my Like never before BetMGM. Sign up using the promo
0: code WBZMASS and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions.
1: 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. GameSenseMA.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org in partnership with MGM Springfield.
2: V-Pod Studios.
4: The
7: Felger Mass Podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook.
3: To me, the whole thing with the finger under between the legs, antiquated, archaic, and weird. I mean, the whole thing
4: is freaking silly. It's Felger and Maz. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5 The Sports Hub.
2: Definitely let the team down tonight. Couldn't, couldn't score you know, early, and we just fell behind because of me, and uh, I put it on myself. Been really proud of those guys, and definitely felt like I let them down a little bit there at the end. Didn't play my best game. So definitely just got to keep working. I felt like in the most critical times I played my worst. So just got to go back and, and look and see what I can do better. It's all you can do is learn. It's what you do as a good quarterback. You you go back and learn. And when, when it's the hardest, that's when you need to play your best. Uh, so I definitely can do it. I know I can do it. I've done it before. Just got to be better. And uh, definitely came back and had a chance to win the game a few times. So just felt like I let the defense down and I'll, I'll have to live with that.
3: Mac Jones post game on Sunday was he too
9: hard on himself, Greg? Slightly. You know, I I think overall that Mac played well in this game. Um you know, his in my ratings, you know, he came out he had three games last year that were that came out better. Um he had the most plus plays that I've ever had for him. Of course it's skewed because he had a record number of dropbacks for him. So, you know, the percentage doesn't really bear out. But you know, he still had a lot of really good plays. You know, and he was left um, by some of his receivers. He made a handful of tremendous plays. Like, for example, the third and th- 12 throw to Kendrick Bourne over the middle that Kendrick dropped. Now, it was a tough catch, but Mac put it in the perfect spot. It was a drop. Mack got absolutely drilled on it. Um, and, and, you know, there were about five drops in the game. Uh, you know, that being said, and you do want to give – Mac Jones credit because of what was going on with the offensive line as the Eagles and this and that. I, I I understand all that, but, and and I, and I'm a Mac Jones guy, but he's got to get past this stuff. He's got to get past the inconsistency. Like he's starting to lose me a little bit now. I think with Bill O'Brien here and this is this was something to build off of but it's got to go someplace. Like by the middle of the season at least they have to start winning these games. Like I'm sure there are a lot of Patriots fans who are like, "Well, look at his stats and look at what he did and yeah, he made a mistake, but look who they were going against and you know, they had drops and they had KeSean Booty out there and look, how many times are we going to make excuses for Mac Jones? And I make a lot of them. I understand but how many times did he have the ball in his hands with the ability to tie the game or or put the team ahead in the second half? And he just can't do it. Like, you know, for example, you know, the Kendrick Bourne deep pass. That's underthrown. He puts too much too much air under it. Like that he was open. That's gotta be completed. I don't expect him to be a hundred percent, you know, accurate all the time. Um the deep ball you're talking about is at the moment the defender came back. Yeah, when yeah. Slay came yeah, yeah. back and Slay, Slay made a great play, but it was underthrown. Yeah. You know, and, and well, the there, ball was definitely underthrown. Yeah. There are plays in every quarter that are littered like that. And, like, look, I understand people get off the bad starts. Tom Brady would get off the chronically horrible starts in Super Bowls. I understand. And Mac made up for it in the second quarter. But, you know, you got to keep going and you got to win some of these games. They haven't won any of these games. And at some point in time, Bill is going to look at the quarterback. And do I think they could do more for the quarterback in terms of beefing up the offensive line and giving him weapons? Yeah, I do. And I think he, I think Bill leaves him short. But at some point in time, like if Bill's the guy going forward, he's not going to change. He's never changed. This is what you get. So the quarterback's got to be better. He's got to be more consistent. He's got a new offensive coordinator. It's a new offense. He's working with new guys. I'm giving him some time. But it's got to go someplace this year. He's you, out of excuses. Do you worry about his arm strength? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I think he's got he's got to get his legs into some of these throws. He was too often off his back foot and you know, there the it's it's not it's not completing the pass with energy. It's dying at the end at times. Like, you know, he he's gotta get into the passes more. Like, he can't just be, you know, throwing Chad Pennington passes all the time. And sometimes he does, you know, get into it and, you know, gives a really good throw. You know, to his right, it seems it's a lot weaker. Like, he opens up and he loses energy on his passes to his right. Like, that stuff's got to be cleaned up. He's got a guy here in Bill O'Brien that can get it cleaned up. I'm giving him time, but it's got to get better. It's got to. Okay, your thoughts
3: uh, out there with Greg before we get to 10 questions. How about uh, Mike in Connecticut? Hi, Mike.
7: Hey, guys. Hey, Greg, thank you, man, for, for saying Pac Pat's fans should be encouraged by what they saw on Sunday. These guys are acting like it's still last year. It's a completely different team. It's night and day from last year. We've got someone to root for. Also, do you think Booty's done or is he is going to be in the doghouse for a while? Will, he, will you ever see him again? And what's the latest?
3: Okay, I don't give you three questions. Uh, so I, his first comment made it sound like you're encouraged about the team and we're not, and like, thank God for sending these guys straight. Was that the the tone of that first? No, no yeah. totally yeah. the tone of it, yeah. I don't care. I, I think uh, Greg's been as angry and ornery as usual. How many negative plays have we just gone over?
9: I just missed that. He guy. called the defense overrated in thank the first you. segment. Asterisk, Asterisk, performance
6: by
3: the defense. Which Asterisk.
9: Way? Can't wait to see the headline on 98.5 of the Sports Hub. Oh, it's
3: <laughs> already written. Because Jalen Hurts was horrible. <laughs> where's, where's
9: Jay Stew with his headlines?
3: Uh, the receiver core. So, uh, Kayshawn Booty, should they have used Douglas more? Should they have, is there anything they could have done here, given the personnel they had in that game?
9: I want to say that they just should have put Kendrick Bourne at that, that spot and let Demario Douglas play the Kendrick Bourne role. That's what I would have done. I don't know behind the scenes what goes on. I don't know if they think Kendrick Bourne can go over there and play that position consistently, which I think is a legitimate question with him in terms of how the coaches is coaches year after year have used him or chosen not to use him in this offense. And I think who knows what Demario Douglas as a rookie can handle. Booty definitely has practice at that X spot. And so they probably thought that was the best thing. Um, I think that booty, look, this is a guy who should not play his rookie year. He sh- he should be sitting and you know, once he's ready, maybe in the second half, then he can go. He ideally he's not out there. Um, The other big usage problem that I had in this game, while I agree with you that Ezekiel Elliott was the best running back, quote-unquote running back in this game, you know, the the, the quick game stuff, the passing game with Zeke, like, I I saw enough of that. Like, no, no. Like, can we use Ty Montgomery? I mean, Ty Montgomery ran, I was looking at next-gen stats, he ran 24 miles per hour in this game, which was by (laughs) far the fastest person in this game. Is that right? Yeah. And I don't know what that was on, if it was on uh, a kick return or something like that, but, um, like, why aren't they using Demario Douglas and Ty Montgomery more to get more speed on the field instead of slowing things down with Ezekiel Elliott? Just reminds me, brings back, like, the little Jordan Humphrey stuff and all that stuff. But, you know, I know Bill O'Brien is a lot smarter than the former guy. So he has his reasons for doing it. I just, yeah, I, I did not like that. Too much Zeke Elliott. Yep. I'll definitely take more Douglas over Booty too. Booty didn't have a catch in this game,
3: right? Oh, four targets, no catches. Right. Douglas had four catches. So there, they, was a, there was a, a couple of different routes in there that he ran. Like again, as Greg talked about, one's an ins- one's the boundary receiver, the X versus the Y, they they don't play the same spot. So like, yeah, but again, as he said, then then m- come move up with a different formation. Yeah, right. exactly. Move yes. on. Yes, Abe in Wisconsin, go ahead, Abe.
6: Hey, Thanks for taking my call. I just want to say I thought the defense played really well. I don't think they deserve an asterisk. Uh, all offseason, Greg, Curran, Perry, others, you're all saying they needed to come in, you know, play really well against Philly if they wanted to be considered a top ten defense all year. Mm-hmm. They held him yep. to four field goals, one touchdown from the twenty sixth where they started after the Elliott fumble. Um and they would have held him to another field goal, but Dugger got a got a
0: holding on that. So
3: Okay, so no asterisk, says Aben Wisconsin.
9: Okay, well, you know, what he said at the beginning is that, you know, we said that they need to play well against the Eagles to be considered a top 10 defense. I think that's what I, that's what I would say about them after this. However, you know, I know Patriots fans love to make, oh, well, woulda, coulda, shoulda with, you know, the defense if this didn't happen. All right, well, first of all, the Eagles had a stupid fumble. Um, they also had a chop block penalty where the guy just tripped and got the chop block penalty that that took a first down off the board they also had another penalty that was that was iffy that i think uh took a first down off the board so those things happen but you also have to consider and this is you know why i go off the film you know jalen hurts played terrible in this game that's just it's a fact it's there on film now if if it was caused by the patriots i would tell you that and the, and there have been occasions where that has happened where i've told you that but Jalen Hurts, along with you know, he played bad in this game. It's not my opinion; it's other people's opinion who who know Jalen Hurts' game a lot more. I, you know, one person told me basically like it looked like he was his first game at quarterback, it looked like rookie season, first game as quarterback. That's how bad he was in this game, and it wasn't just the Patriots. Yes, the Patriots did a nice job, but I also think the Eagles weren't ready to go. Jalen Hurts played terrible in this game. Now you go out and do it against the Dolphins next week. Okay, now we're talking. You know, but he, he, yes, they played well. Their top ten defense. I, I'm not going to argue that. Not going to. Ten questions with Bedard right after this. Enjoy
0: all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using the promo code WBZMASS and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms
1: and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. GameSenseMA.com Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org in partnership with MGM Springfield.
2: Oh, the best Thursday of the year is coming up, and it's all about NFL opening night. Football is back. DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 bet on the NFL and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Listen, don't wait till kickoff to get in the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SPORTSUP new customers. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
1: Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or helpline MA.org. Must be 21+. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Physically present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. What's up?
4: Ready or not or Felger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub. You want the answer? You've got to ask the question. Do
7: you have an opinion based on if you had to go with your gut, what, which way it would go?
4: Uh, Sometimes you have to ask it over and over and over again. Why,
7: why, 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 why?
4: This is 10 Questions with Greg Pedard and Felger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub.
3: time for 10 questions with the big boy. There's uh, Pearl Jam's love boat captain. It's a over from the wiggy days. You want to know the inside reference? Just Google Minnesota Vikings love boat scandal. It'll take you right to what you need to know. But that's another story for another day. 10 questions, 10 minutes. We have to stay on time. Uh, Jimmy, what are our buzzer options?
5: Uh, we have six of them, of which one of them is a way inside reference that only 14 people will get. Okay.
3: Right. Michelle in Townsend. What do you got for us today, Michelle? Hello, hey, Michelle.
11: Uh, first- I'm
3: also on MILF. Okay, yeah, self-declared <laughs> MILF from Townsend. Heard that the other yep, time. self-declared.
8: Have the whole shingrah. <laughs> or the
3: shebang.
6: Yeah. <laughs> and what a game that was. Oh, I love it. That's Jay Stew's read, his FanDuel read. Oh,
3: my God. <laughs> that FanDuel stuff? The, the the disclaimer of Jimmy's FanDuel reads? Electric. Oh, my God, seriously. Uh, I mean, <laughs> high voltage. <bolted, laughs> like, strap yourself in. Make sure the seatbelt's fastened tight. Here comes a Jimmy Stewart disclaimer. And make sure you're not uh, touching anything
7: that conducts electricity.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, there are certain ways that you have to read this disclaimer. Please read verbatim. <laughs> uh. Big kick that I'm sure you'd be asking i go for it. <laughs>
4: hey. So, what's the question? Tool. Yeah, hit it. So, what's the question?
3: All right, question number 10. As I get my list out, sorry, I wasn't ready to fire. What are your thoughts on the play of Josh Allen last night and recently in general?
9: I've definitely had my criticisms of him over the years. However, uh I just I don't think they're doing enough around him. Like I think that, you know, they got him digs, yeah, but he doesn't have a whole lot of other options. It's too Josh-centric. Like they they basically say, "Josh, you're our offense, go do it." And sometimes he's going to act like a jackass. So you get you reap what you sow with Josh Allen.
7: I mean these these problems with him over the last two years coincide with the absence of Brian Dayball. Like to me Good this call. is this is what it is. This someone's gotta say, hey, quit acting like a jackass. Take what's there, win the game. He's turned into this He's like a, a, a complete wild card now.
6: He's regressed. He's a bad interception now waiting to happen. He's literally costing them games. The Bills lost last night because of Josh Allen. To Maz's point, I think he desperately misses Brian Dayball. And if he keeps this up, he's going to become a more more mobile Drew Bledsoe or Brett Favre as his worst. Sorry. He's Brett Favre. He is. Brett Favre for better and worse. But, cowbo-
3: cowboy antics is what it is. Mostly worse. Next.
8: Have the whole shingrel.
3: Uh, speaking of Brett Favre and the Packers, interesting transition. Number nine. Have the
9: Packers done it again, Greg? <laughs> Have they done it again at the quarterback position? Settle down, Patriots shareholder. I mean Packers shareholder. It's it's week one. Okay, calm down. Murray's the Nobody has any film on Jordan Love. The Packers own the Bears. The Bears are terrible, but I will say, look looked really good,
7: really good. Hey, look at worst case scenario, they dumped Rogers and turned it. Who just blew out his Achilles? So they got out from that at the right time. I, I, worst case, they did. They're going to lose a round draft pick as a result of it, though, right? They, they were supposed yeah. to get a
3: yeah. look
6: at a second now.:
7: Yeah, he was there, you know, he needed to play 65, 70 percent of the snaps, I think it was to get that first rounder. but so what? Yeah, they come out ahead. Absolutely.
6: I need to see more because the bears are garbage, but so far it looks like he could be the answer. Next.: And what a game that was.:
3: uh, Speaking of this, please redraft the 2020. Quarterback class. I'll just give it to you in order, and then you can redraft it. Number one, Joe Burrow. Number five, Tua Tungavailoa. Number six, Justin Herbert. Number 26, Jordan Love. Number 53, Jalen Hurts. Redraft it. Burrow, Herbert, Tua, Hurts, Love. Burrow, Tua,
7: Hurts, Herbert Love.
9: Woo, you're uh, down on Herbert, huh? I am down on Herbert. It's not his fault he's coached by a jackass. He's a loser. Yeah, if he had a real coach.
7: He's a loser. He if doesn't Nathaniel's win games. If Daniels got that
9: job instead of uh, numb nuts. he'd be a Super Bowl champion by now.
6: I get him fourth.
9: Burrow, Herbert, Hurts, Tua, Love.
3: Okay. With disrespect to my guy Jordan Love a little bit there. Next.
6: Big kick down
5: the street. You'd be asking if i going to go for it. So. All right.
3: Redraft the 2021 quarterback class—the one that was supposed to be generational.
9: It was horrible.
3: The one that was supposed to blow 2020 out of the water. And you look back again—the first five guys off the board: there, Burrow, Tua, uh, Herbert, Love, Hurts—all can play, all viable starting NFL quarterbacks. They all might be good starting. Might be the 2021 class. Re- redraft this. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, Zach Wilson. Number three, Trey Lance. Number eleven, Justin Fields. Number fifteen, Mac Jones. Number 20, uh, I'm sorry, 64, Kyle Trask. Number 66, Kellen Mond. Number
9: 67, Davis Mills. Redraft it. Lawrence, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Lawrence, Fields, Jones, Lance, Wilson. I mean,
6: the real answer is Trevor Lawrence, then just draft other positions, but I'll play along. It's Trevor (laughs) Lawrence, big drop off, Mac Jones, Atta Davis boy, Murray. Davis Mills, Justin Fields, and I guess Trey Lance. Davis
3: Mills. a boy. a boy, Murray. You have to be fair. I'd put Mills fourth. You have to be fair. who who is unfair in this. You're Why taking, is he unfair? You're taking Justin Fields over Mac Jones? I like
6: Justin Come you on. Do. Really? Yeah, he's you do? T- t- really? You guys? Really? Yeah, I watched him Mac, I do. He's Maz, a leader. I, I want to believe he stinks. he stinks. He stinks. He
3: stinks. I'll take Fields <sighs> and be wrong. Because he can actually throw the ball 30 yards. Yeah, to a cheerleader. But yes, he can throw 30 yards. Next. So, what's the question? Here's the question, Bill. Tua Tungavailoa or
6: Mac Jones? Today, Tua. Tua. I can't stand either, but I'm taking Mac Jones because he, he he stays healthy, and I have a lefty quarterback bias. I he always hurt have last co- year. He's, lefty. He's, been, he's been hurt since college. <laughs> have a lefty quarterback Hips, bias. concussions. <laughs> he's, an he's not playing to
3: shortstop. It's quarterback. You can play short. You can play uh, quarterback. I hate, I hate
6: lefty quarterbacks. Oh, I, I love have. lefty quarterbacks. Uh,
3: I, I like them both, but I'll give Mac the nod for his health. I think that's a good point, whichever one you just said that. Me. you the only one that took him. Good point, Murray. You at least are showing some fairness today. Tua, I don't have a bias. Mack got hurt
6: last year.
3: Oh, that's right. He did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next. Hit it.
6: Please read verbatim.
3: <laughs> that is, that's the inside joke. Only 14 people get. Maybe six. But if you get it, you get it. Number five. Tool bag
9: question. Is Mike McDaniel a tool bag? Hell no. He's fun. And watch his offense. That team is fun to watch. I don't care if they go down in flames. He gives good press conferences. They're fun. Love the guy.
7: That guy's a hammer drill. Tool. Tool,
3: tool, tool. (laughs) He's an absolute tool bag.
6: In a league still full of red asses and grumps, Bill, I find him refreshing and likable. So not a tool bag.
3: Yeah, I like him. I I saw this interview. Did anyone see it with Jeff Darlington uh, over the weekend on ESPN? Mm -hmm. Where he went into his... uh, Alcohol problems in the past and how it held him back and how Gary Kubiak fired him because he missed a 6 a.m. team meeting. And he uh, was just very open, and it was really an interesting conversation how open he was about – I mean, he didn't sound like a raging drunk. It just sounded like he just drank a little too much to get up at 4.30 in the morning with all these other coaches. He liked to party. And so he cut it out. And now he shows up at the stadium at 3 and, like, I don't know. It was, it was a cool spot. He won me over a little bit there. Not a tool bag. Next.
8: Have the whole shingra. Okay,
3: or shebang. <laughs> Number four, what quote-unquote surprising result from week one were you not all that surprised
9: by, Greg? Uh, The Bengals and Burrow blowing in Cleveland. The year before, they lost 23-20 in overtime to Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers, and Burrow had four interceptions and a fumble. This is what he does. This is what they do. Uh, The uh,
7: Vikings losing to the Buccaneers at home. Totally predictable to me. The Vikings were outscored last year, despite winning 13 games and winning the division, or whatever it was. They won all those close games. Well, so now
3: you go point differential.
7: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> it's relevant. Yeah, they did not have the point differential differential of a 13 uh, win team, and their quarterback's a loser.
6: Uh, I'm with Greg. It's Bengals uh, losing on the road to Cleveland. Did you know that they own him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah going five that, out of
7: six or something. Going Greg.
6: into that game, he was one and four against the Browns. Now he's one and five, and he's had these slow starts these last couple of seasons. Next.
9: So what's the question?
3: Here's the question. Points and offensive production was way down across the league in week one.
9: Greg, this this is over last season or comparable to week one the year before? I I think comparable to week one the year before. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's just go with it.
3: Okay, (laughs) Whichever, it's down. Is there a reason? Are defenses catching up or is something else
9: at play here? No, my inclination is to say that, you know, there's – there's so many changes as far as quarterbacks and coaching and the offensive line play is horrible across the league. And they're, they're trying to hang on to, like, 50-year-old tackles in this league who aren't healthy. I just think you put all that stuff together. It's, it, it, offense gets off to a much, much slower start than defense, which is much easier to play and coach and get ready.
7: It's multiple factors, okay? So that's obvious. Like, I'll say that, that there is no preseason anymore, and the offenses suffer. So clearly, that's a factor. That's why I yes. think the number one reason is. Yeah. But I do believe the defenses are catching
10: up.
6: I do lack, lack of real preseason reps and not playing in these preseason games. The offenses are behind. I don't think defenses are catching up. I think no one does anything in August anymore. And you get, like, I mean, you
3: do less than nothing, but no one does anything. How these these the offensive lines, the passing games, the, the syncing up, of, uh, and the rhythm between a quarterback and receiver takes reps and reps and and they. They, how, how could they possibly be ready? It turns out they're not. That's what I think. But we'll see by the end of the year, Maz. You think uh, by the end of the year we'll be saying the same things that defenses have caught up? I think some of these defenses look big and fast. And it could be because the offenses are slow, but they, the Jets defense has a lot of talent on it. Okay, we'll, we'll find out. And then we'll look at Dallas the other night. Like, yeah, another I mean, one. Jesus. Uh, next.
5: And what a game that was.
3: Thank you, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, referee <laughs> analyst John Perry last night. Said there should have been a tripping call on the Jets' game-winning punt return. Agree or disagree?
9: Agree, but they still would have kicked a game-winning field goal. So it wasn't egregious.
3: Well, wait a minute. That happened at roughly the 25? Yeah. I bet it was a 15-yard penalty. Now they're at the 40? There's no guarantee Zach Wilson gets some seven yards. <laughs> no. They might go
7: backwards, in fact. But I disagree. I think the guy was going airborne before he actually got tripped. I
6: think it
3: absolutely been a ticky-tack call.
6: If you want a flag on that play, you're a narc and a nerd. Thank, Thank you. you. Shame on him for saying that at that point in the game. Okay. As I always say, reward the exciting play. Like, vehemently disagree. Well, listen, I don't want to discourage uh, John Perry or any of these
3: referee analysts because I don't get enough second guessing out of these guys. So I was thrilled that he came on the mic and really was. It, they didn't even toss to him. I don't think. Like he just sort of came on and interjected and said, "This is an asterisk." He threw an asterisk he, at you. He threw an asterisk. Which I love, like because too many of these guys don't say enough. They don't criticize their fellow refs. They don't second guess in the moment. Like, so, great. You know, I don't want to discourage them. I just think that was not the place. That would have been a ticky-tack-ass call. I'm telling you, watch the replay. The guy was going airborne before he even got tripped. Absolutely. The the, the trip did not create the block. Exactly. It just sort of was... uh, it, It was a trip. It was incidental. Nah, he was going down. Maz is totally right. He was going down anyway. Last one.
8: Have the whole shingra.
3: Okay. What fan base in the NFL feels the most hopeless about their team? We're saying this on the heels of last night, obviously. What's the most hopeless fan base historically now? Who's the most m- miserable fan base in the league? Of course it's the Jets. So I was going to say one of two teams.
7: I considered the Bears, but they have Justin Fields. So uh, who, I'm going cares to who cares, about Justin, cares about Justin
6: Fields? It's the Jets now and forever. And after last <laughs> they night. Have Justin Fields. Yep. He's awesome. He's good. After last night, why even get out of bed in the morning if you're a Jets fan? Like Seriously. find a new hobby. Do something else with your Sundays. It's that. That's. I still can't believe that happened last night. Take up soccer. Right. Go to Pier one with your wife. Something else. It's got
9: to be better than that. <laughs> I mean, how about New York sports right now? The Giants lose forty to nothing on the same field. It's a disgrace. The Yankees, the, the whole Mets, city,
3: is a disgrace. The Never Knicks. mind that Boston has been pissing on them for like twenty years now in everything, everything. Yan- everything. Yankees are beating the Red Sox. <laughs> the, 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 They're both trash. Boston <laughs> has been taking a leak all over New York sports for like twenty years. Never mind that they suck against everybody now. That is that is a depressing. Uh, place to be a fan, a sports fan. That Giants game was unbelievable. All right, back to your phones right after uh, Murray's up.
2: Oh, the best Thursday of the year is coming up, and it's all about NFL opening night. Football is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking new customers up with a can't miss offer to celebrate. Place your first five dollar bet on the NFL and score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Listen, don't wait till kickoff to get in the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SPORTSHUB. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
1: Hope is here. 800 327 5050 or gambling helpline MA.org. Must be 21 plus. Play it smart from the start. gamesensema.com SenseMA.com. Physically present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after
12: issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftKings.com slash football terms. It's Raymond and Austin. We're back on All-Star Sports Radio, celebrating their 30th year. Our sportsbook and casino sponsor, BetUS.com, is going big. That's right, Austin.
8: Sports bettors can win a new truck, get the industry's biggest 125% sign-up bonus, and even get up
12: to 30 risk-free bets. Touchdown! BetUS also has a 150% casino sign-up bonus.
8: Blackjack, now you're talking, Austin. They also have live dealers and
12: live betting on sports, including Racetrack. Get started today at BetUS.com, where the game begins.
4: Now, more of the show that gets Boston home. Felger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub.
5: It's a short punt. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Just win it. Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. 65 yards after a 4 two-yard punt by Sam Martin and the young man Xavier Gibson from Stephen F. Austin undrafted who forced his way onto this team had three punt returns for touchdowns in college has just ended this night. the a great effort by Xavier Gibson in order to get out on the edge and then make something happen when initially it didn't look like there was a whole lot there and then he makes a few people miss which is what you got to do if you're going to have a big return like that Chaz Surratt delivering this block on quentin morris and that was the big one john perry yeah it is big but you got to put an asterisk on it because there's a tripping call that was not made a trip a leg whip right near the 23 yard line number 55 which would have brought the touchdown back. We'll take another look. Right there. Yep. Not called on the field, and it sprung Gibson really with the last important block, albeit with that leg whip. And it gets Xavier Gibson into the end zone with a tremendous effort on the punt return to win it.
3: Here's what we were talking about with John Perry. That would have been a weak-ass call, in my opinion. Back to your phones and everything. Uh, with Greg Bedard, Stephen Stoneham. Go ahead. Hi,
12: Mike. How you doing? Good, Steve. What do you got? Good. You know, I'll give you an – I, I think the Patriots looked better – than appeared to look better than they actually are for this reason. As someone that bets these games, and this is a betting angle that I've used for years, teams playing on Thursday night, which – Philadelphia hosted Minnesota. When they get a lead subconsciously, the players hate playing in this game and subconsciously they let up, especially when you get a 16 to nothing lead. And when you get a team looking as inept as the Patriots and the results are always negative. When you start playing hard, it's impossible to start playing hard again.
9: Okay. Something like that. I don't disagree with that. I thought that um, I think that you combined the weather the lead, how inept the Patriots looked on offense early on, that it was week one and Sirianni was probably like, let's hold back on some of our new stuff. Let's hold it back because we do have a Thursday night game coming up. We don't want to use it then. So, and, and you know, they had a, they thought they were going to cruise, you know, at that point. And it was very similar to the Bengals game last year, 22 to nothing. And people made a big deal out of the defense in the second half. But it looked like, you know, the Bengals were just like, oh, they whatever, this game is over. Jamar Chase quit in that game. Mary in Manchester. Hi,
13: Mary hi mike hi guys so i have two points my first one's on mac jones um i totally agree with what greg was saying earlier i felt like he read his read my mind i thought that mac jones had a decent game and i give him credit for coming back from that deficit but overall i felt worse about him i thought that was a totally winnable game and i expected our quarterback to win that game and i understand that guy stepped out of bounds and all that stuff but He should have won us that game. And I'm think i beginning to think that he doesn't have that winning quotient, and that concerns me a little bit. My second point is on the Brady tribute. I mean, I'm glad they did it, and I appreciate his speech. But overall, I found it to be underwhelming. I mean, I don't know what it was like to be there live, but when I was streaming it, I just didn't think there was enough fanfare. I know there were a lot of former players there. They sort of scanned them for a minute, but I couldn't really discern anybody. I didn't get a lot out of that. So you know, I don't think we need to do any more tributes m- moving forward.
3: Oh, you're going to get more, Mary. Strap yourself in; it's coming. Mm. Uh, I I was there. I did like the Brady thing. I know people feel differently. What do you think, Greg? How'd you feel about the Brady thing?
9: Uh, I thought it was, you know, the the speech and all that. I I have a similar opinion that I've heard you say. Um, you know, I did. I think the overall like nature of it was significant enough to have that kind of day, like you know, week one and all. And, no. like, Why not just do the thing in the summer? Why did they have to do the the week one thing if he was going to be in front of the fans anyways and was going to be a little bit more intimate and this is your life and they bring out all those they bring all these alumni back including I see like Revis and Jamie Collins like they bring them all back what so they can get a, a, a two second selfie with Tom on the sideline Steph. while they're ushering him away. Stacy's there like totally. Can we get off the field? There's a game about to start like I, I don't know
3: it's, it's just seem weird. No, I that was – we. Re- I thought they were going to be up on the stage. There was going to be a thing with them. They were behind the rope like they were media or something. Yeah, no, they, they were in the pit. Yeah. And Brady had to, like, you know, a couple guys grab him and Stacy's shushing him along. I mean, you're right. That whole part was uh, – I, mean, I don't know if – uh, clunky. Clunky. But, again, his run out and his speech did it for me. What can I tell you? Bob and Quincy, thanks for hanging on. Bob, what do you got?
12: Hey, guys, um, you know, you were talking last segment about the week one points and offense being down from the games that I saw. It seemed like specifically the quarterback play was poor, including Josh Allen last night, in my opinion. And I'm just curious. and I don't know what the answer would be. So I'd love to hear what you think here. You think there's any way that the league in the future will sort of incentivize or mandate that teams play Their starting quarterbacks in a certain number of preseason games or something because it's a bad look for the league to everybody's excited for week one and all your quarterbacks are playing like crap.
9: They don't care. Nobody Nobody cares.
3: I mean, we say nobody. No owners care. No. The owners. The TV ratings don't care. Like people are going to tune in. Yeah. It's football. They don't. The owners don't care. They were thrilled, thrilled at the last collective bargaining agreement when they were gouging the players again. That instead of the players going to the mat and really fighting over the important stuff like money, the players said, fine, we'll take your lousy offer, but we want to practice less. And the owners said, that's it? That's all you're asking for? (laughs) No problem. The owners do not care about the quality of the product. They were more than happy to trade that away. So that's why you have what you have. The cheap-ass owners were looking to gouge the players, and the players let them thinking that the decreased practice time was a fair trade-off or something ridiculous the only one thing i'll ask
7: and i'm asking you and greg like if the if the
3: offense goes down will they care oh that they will yes no so maz if that trend holds they absolutely will care and do something about it because they'll change the rules yes help the offense out right but the, the spotty play early on, they can handle it. No, no, they don't care about that. But uh, oh, They the care end, about scoring, though. The end of the day, if points go down, you bet. You bet you there'll be changes. Long commercial-free segment with Greg and his thoughts on the Dolphins coming up right after this.
2: Oh, the best Thursday of the year is coming up, and it's all about NFL opening night. Football is back. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 bet on the NFL and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Listen, don't wait till kickoff to get in the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SPORTSHUB. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
1: Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or MA.org Must be 21 plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Visit the president of Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms.
8: Acorns knows that when you're in school, money can be tight. There's books. There's supplies. There's buffalo chicken pizzas at 2 a.m. Acorns can round every purchase up to the nearest dollar and automatically invest your spare change for you. Turn that pizza into small steps toward your future. Plus, Acorns is giving students a $10 bonus investment. Go to acorns.com slash college to get started. Investment advisory services offered by Acorns Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.
6: Curious, Mac, Mac. After the game, put it all on himself. He said, "I he didn't play his best in the biggest moments, and and that's why what happened happened." I guess your reaction to that, and was he right?
5: Well, I, I think we all felt uh, similar. You know, each within our own roles, uh, we all have to, you know, do a better job. Whether you're the offensive coordinator, or you're the quarterback, or you're the running back, or you're the. You know, the right guard, left guard, center, left tackle, right tackle, tight ends, doesn't matter when you lose a football game. And I think that's one of the really good things about this football team. As we sit here today, this is a team that's very together. And we all realize that we're in it together, that, that the coaches are working hard to, to improve. The players are working really hard to improve. And like I said from, from day one, it's uh, really a, a, a fun group to coach. And uh, we all want to get on the right track, and we're working very hard to do that. We're doing it together.
3: as Bill O'Brien today when asked about Mac Jones putting so much on himself. Following up on Mary's uh, question about Mac Jones, Greg, you have some thoughts?
9: Yeah, so, you know, just to expound my thoughts on Mac Jones. Like, you know, I do think overall he played well in totality. But, you know, like I said earlier, like... He's got to push through. Like, there's too many – like, yes, we can make excuses for him in this game. The offensive line, the receivers, they drop balls, They this and that. Okay, fine. But you can't keep doing it for three years. Like, at some point in time, he's got to come through. You know, so I talked about it earlier. So he he had six drives from after halftime where they were not down more than eight points. Okay? Those drives resulted in two punts. Three turnovers on down and one touchdown, pass, uh, touchdown drive, which basically the Eagles just gave up. They were playing prevent defense. They're just going down the field. So you're saying asterisk. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, so in the second half, you know, with the game on the line, Mac was eighteen of thirty for 175 yards and one touchdown. That's a 60 percent completion percentage, 87.5 passer rating. Additionally. The Patriots had five drives that started at their forty-three yard line or better. Mm. All five drives ended in punts. Like, and I'm not putting it all on Mac. I understand. I watched the film. I see the drops, the pass protection, this and that. I understand all that. But if you are a franchise quarterback, one of these times you got to come through. You got to start. Okay, fine. The passes in the pass. If he came through today, or this weekend, that was great. He's got to come through. He needs his Kenbrell-Tompkins moment. I know he's got Kayshawn Booty out there. They had almost the same pass on that last drive. Booty had a step on the guy. It was there. He threw it out of bounds. You know, Brady finds Kendrell-Tompkins in the corner of the end zone. Somebody, you know, you never heard of, never heard of again. But, you know, so I'm with Mac. I think he's good enough. I think the offensive line is going to get better. I think the weapons, I would want more, but I think healthy, they're good enough. But he's got to start winning these games. He had time and time again to put this, this this team over the top. I understand not coming through here, not coming through that drive. But at some point, six drives, you got to put the ball in the end zone.
7: What do you think, mess Well, they, I, that stat he was talking about, I, I think I heard, uh, believe it or not, I heard it on, uh, was it Sosi who said it earlier in the week with the morning show, they had five drives that, as he said, started at the 43 or better, and on four of them, they didn't even get a first down. Like, so, look, you're preaching to the choir. The only thing I would tell you with, with regard to Jones is, I don't know if he's, you know, I don't know if the talent's there for him to do it. That's the part that I'm worried about. I don't know if he's good enough. Okay, I, that, That's the part
3: that I find most alarming. Is it a talent thing, Greg, or is it the winning quotient thing? You know, is it tangible or intangible? Because Matt Maz is pointing I think to bo-
9: I I think it's at this point to me, it's both, and that's not to say he can't get over that. Because I I know when I covered the Packers and Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of his career, when he started six and ten with a team that went to the NFC Championship game the year before, when he started four and four the next year to start ten and fourteen in his career, I was writing stories about like he can't come back, Favre could come back, why can't Rodgers do it? And so there's. A lot of these young players, like, they're not all Joe Burrow and they're not all Patrick Mahomes, where they're just, they got it, they could do it, they're born with it, whatever. Sometimes it's learned and you finally get it. Like Aaron Rodgers, who's going to the Hall of Fame, one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. But at some point, it's got to happen. And I think now with Bill O'Brien here, what I saw out of the first game – the offensive line eventually will get healthy, and I feel I I think it will be a strength for this team. Eventually, they'll get it figured out. It's gonna have to happen this year, and soon, or else this team is gonna have a losing record, like I predicted. And some of it's gonna be on Mac. There, there's there's not gonna be any more excuses this year for him. Is my feeling by the time we get to the end of the year. Give me a thought on the Dolphins in this matchup. So I I did I just saw highlights of them. Um, you know. Like we talked about week one, you need to toss some things out. Like the the Dolphins definitely had some uh, – it was almost like Tua 2.0 with some of the changes that they made with, you know, their motion with Tyreek Hill that the Patriots – good for the Patriots. Now it's on film. The Chargers didn't see it on film, but they were taken by surprise. They got pantsed in the secondary the whole game. The Patriots is now on film, so they're going to have adjustments for it. Um, but look, you know, they have not beaten Tua yet. You know, this is – you know, you want to believe in this defense. You want to believe they're elite. Let's see you do it. You got to be two at once. So let's see what happens this week. You know, their defense. Herbert's really good. I'll be interested to see the film on that because I have high hopes for Vic Fangio. Um, but they they got just they got run all over. I think the Chargers had like 250 yards on the yeah. ground, which is shocking to me, especially for a Fangio defense. So I'm sure they're going to make corrections this week. But does that matter if you can throw for like 500? Yeah, but the Patriots aren't going to let you do it. Brandon Staley's an idiot. I mean, a lot of the coverages that I saw in the highlights, like, you know, it's man coverage, and, you know, they're, they're not doubling to it. The Patriots are not going to let um, Ty Tyreek, Hill. Do, Tyreek Hill do that. You know, they're going to do what they did, you know, when the Chiefs. They're going to try to hit him off the line. They're going to have somebody over the top all the time. You know, go ahead, beat us with somebody else. It might be Waddle. might be the tight ends. You know, who knows? But, you know, I think this is a fascinating matchup between uh, the two sides. I'm more interested in the Patriots'
7: offense in this game. If they can't score against Miami, mm. <laughs> seriously, I think Miami again. Jalen Ramsey's out; he's not playing. But I think the big thing is you should be able to run the ball on him. Yeah, you should be able to control the clock, like you know, and then control the pace of the game. So if if they can't score in Miami, if they can't do something on offense to control the pace of the game, I think that's a bad sign.
6: Their offensive line had as many questions as the Patriots going into this first game. They gave up no sacks. So, like, I'm curious to see, you know, the Patriots' defense look good up front. Can they break through on that old line?
7: Like, look, Tyreek Hill historically used to really burn them, but I think then Belichick ultimately figured that out. So I agree with Greg. I think that they're going to find a way to slow down. They're not going to do what the Chargers did. The Chargers are one of the worst coach teams in the league. That jackass is going to be the first guy fired for crying out loud. But so, but I think that they'll be able to coach. They'll scheme that on that side. But if which is why I'm more interested
3: in the offense. You got to be able to score, in Miami. All right, Greg. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it as thanks, always. Guys. Big boy. Thanks, Greg. See you, Greg. Catch his coverage at See the Boston Sports Journal. Give it a subscription. See him on uh, the various programs at NBC Sports Boston as well. So he, Greg, started to hit on it this eternal thing here with Mac Jones. you know I came out of that game saying I think his receivers let him down that he played well enough to win that game and if they had more around him, he wins that game. you but that's a debatable situation and Greg just sort of talked about it as well that it's up to Mac Jones to elevate at, at sometimes at least at some point those guys around him. And so how much is it on Jones? How much is it on the guys around him? that thing let's let, let's circle back to that question, shall we? It's timely. We'll do that with your calls after Big Jim Murray gets you updated. 90 seconds, no commercials.
0: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using the promo code WBZMASS and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions.
1: 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. GameSenseMA.com Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org in partnership with MGM Springfield.
2: Oh, the best Thursday of the year is coming up, and it's all about NFL opening night. Football is back in DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 bet on the NFL and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Listen, don't wait till kickoff to get in the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SPORTSUB. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly. When you bet just five dollars, that's code sports hub only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
1: Hope is here. eight hundred three two seven five zero five zero 327 5050 or gambling helpline MA.org. Must be 21 Plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. physically Visit the president of Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at
10: sportsbook.draftKings.com slash football terms